0: Well, I'm really excited to uh, speak this morning on this series uh, that we're on, which is Walk in Their Shoes. How many people have really enjoyed the videos, just of people's stories, seeing what they do in the week? It's just fantastic. I just feel like, can we give a round of applause to our creative tech video team, just putting those together? Absolutely amazing. So for those of you who don't know, my name is Sam. Uh, I have got one wife and one child. Um, I am the children's pastor here. Um, So please, if your kids make noise, you don't need to take them out. It's okay. I am used to it. If I'm honest, this will probably be so much quieter than what I'm used to. I'm used to shouting out, so feel free. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, we have that down in kids' work, so please feel free. Do that. So, you know, in this series, we've been looking um, at people from the Bible, we've been looking at Jesus and actually the people that he encountered um, in his journey and how he changed their lives, how he changed the direction of travel. And today, we are going to look at uh, children and what it was like for the children that encountered Jesus in the Bible. You know, I was thinking about when I was a kid, um, not so long ago, um, some people say I still haven't grown up, but um, I was thinking about what shoes do I remember from being a kid? And there was three main ones that I could remember that were like, yes, impacted my life so much. And the first pair of shoes that I remember was the good old Clark's school shoes. Anybody else with me on that? Maybe a pair like this, got the Velcro, then once you knew how to do your laces, you get a lace pair. Whoever you live with will take you down to the shop and get them measured up and get your Clark's shoes. Anyone with me on that? Clark's shoes? Yeah? I saw a story recently um, of a boy who'd bought some shoes at Clark's. £40 pounds his mom had spent on these shoes, and the school had said they looked too much like trainers and sent him home. Outrage. So, and then the other pair I remember is when I was a teenager, I remember these shoes were all the rage, and it was checkered Vans, pair of these bad boys, okay? I think Jane Sargent still wears them. Um, She loves her Vans. Um, But we used to wear Vans. Everybody used to have skinny jeans and Vans, and I know some of you are thinking, what on earth did Sam look like in skinny jeans and Vans? Well, this is what I used to look like as a teenager, very embarrassing, And then the third and final pair of shoes I can remember, possibly my favourite. Anyone that was brought up in the 90s, early noughties is going to remember these bad boys. Jelly shoes. Anyone have a pair of these? Yeah. Honestly, a holiday was not complete without having time on the beach in your jelly shoes. But if you got sand and wet feet and you had to walk a long way, they rubbed. They really did rub. But you know, kids nowadays, anyone got a pair of these? Heelys. Yeah, anyone got heelys? Kids nowadays, they're all just flying around on these heelys. I really wish they did them in adult size. I would so get a pair. It makes you walk like you've got high heels on. Um, but actually, they're so much fun. And the other pair of shoes that are going around these days are these. They're like a disco on your feet. So, I remember when I was a kid, people had like ones that if you walked heavy, they'd like a little red light. But these are like full on light the whole way around, like USB in your shoe to charge them. Like, you can select what setting, whether you want it on disco, strobe, or what color you want. Just incredible. So, those are some kids' shoes. So I want to look in the Bible, I want to turn to Matthew 19, verses 13 and 15. And this is Jesus, he's speaking to a large crowd at this point, and some people, it was probably the parents, were bringing children to Jesus for him to pray and lay hands on the children. And we're going to read from the Message Translation, and this is what it says. One day, children were brought to Jesus in the hope that he would lay hands on them and pray over them. The disciples shooed them off, but Jesus intervened. Let the children alone don't prevent them from coming to me. God's kingdom is made up of people like these. After laying hands on them, he left. I just think that is amazing, you know, that Jesus went, actually, no don't shoo them off, don't get them away. The disciples probably thought they're going to annoy him, they're going to be too loud, but actually Jesus was like, no, let them come to me. And you know, today is Mother's Day and I believe that those verses clearly show the motherly heart of God through Jesus. You know, he didn't didn't say, oh yeah, I don't want the kids around me, I just want to talk to adults. Actually, he just allowed everyone and anyone to come to him. And you know, Jesus' command, which in the NIV translation of the Bible says, let the little children come to me. Reveals some truths, I believe. The first one is that children are a blessing from the Lord. You know, we're here. It's a dedication service. Two families here, and one at the ninth day have dedicated their children to God to say, "Yeah, they're a blessing from the Lord." It may not feel like it sometimes, but they are a blessing from the Lord. The second thing is that Jesus has regard for the weakest and most vulnerable among us. You know, we believe as Christians that Jesus loves every single person, whether you're a kid, whether you're an adult, whatever you're going through, however much money you've got, whatever car you drive, Jesus loves you. And the third thing is those who come to Christ must do so in a childlike humility, faith and simplicity. And for me, this is a huge part of my testimony. In our Connect group, our midweek group that we have, um, we've been going around sharing testimonies each week. And I think for me, my testimony is, is very different. I didn't have this huge moment where I was living one way and I met with God and became a Christian and changed. Actually, at five years old, I'd been going to church, brought up in a Christian family, um, and I decided at five years old, I came before God with simplicity in understanding faith and decided that I wanted to be, become a Christian and give my life to him. And, you know, part of my testimony is also sharing just about how people have shown me God's love. I think sometimes we can feel God's love, but also other people can show us the love of God. You know, for me, I've had so many people in my life that have shown me the love of God, that have done things for me, that have encouraged me. The way I experience and know the love of God is through how others have shown me and treated me. There's so many different people that have impacted my life. You know, I could have stood here on Mother's Day and talked about my mom and all that she's done for me. But actually, I wanted to share about five ladies that have impacted my life and helped in my journey as a Christian. The first one of these is Kath. Kath was a Sunday school leader when I was a kid um, at my home church Um, and when I was in year six I was meant to move out of the kids ministry and she'd enjoyed having me in her group because I'd help lead the discussion and kind of get people talking and stuff and so she asked me if I would stay on the year after and be a leader and help in that small group. You know Kath saw something in me, that was my first step into children's ministry, Kath saw something in me and decided to give me an opportunity. Sharon was my youth group leader when I was a teenager. Her and her husband would open their house up every Friday night and we would go around and we would have a little Bible study and we would talk and discuss issues of faith. But it was a safe place to go. It was a place that I knew I could go, hang out with my friends, and it was consistent. It was every Friday night and they were always there for us. Sharon was consistent in my life. Linda and her husband Malcolm were my host family when I did a gap year. So we have a gap year at this church and people in this church open up their houses to um, kind of older teenagers and people in their early 20s. And when I was 19, I did a gap year and uh, Linda opened up her home to me. Living with a 19-year-old me straight out of home was probably not the easiest thing, but she showed me a lot of grace and love. But the thing that she showed me, there was people always in and out of their house from the community and from church. Linda showed me hospitality. The next person is uh, my auntie Anne. Um, She never had any children of her own. But actually, she really looked out for me and loved me. And one of the things she did was over the last um, kind of five years, um, she'd taken me to Romania on a mission trip to um, go and work with a charity out there. And she gave me incredible opportunities to see things I'd never seen before, to do things I'd never uh, done before. And one of the most incredible opportunities was I got to see um, a Christmas uh, shoebox appeal where all the shoeboxes were designed for kids who were blind or deaf or had additional needs. And they had special sensory toys and things that they could play with. And I got to see the Father Christmas over there just giving out these presents to these kids. It was incredible. And gave me opportunities. And finally, there's a lady called Sonia who probably doesn't even know that this impacted me. But I was going for a really, really hard time in my life. Sorry. Sorry. And I really needed God to show me his love. I was crying out to God, I was praying, I was saying, God, I need. And I remember I was at an event and there was a response and I went forward. And Sonia just came up and she prayed for me. And as she prayed, she hugged me. We knew each other really well, so it wasn't weird. But as she hugged me, the presence of God and the love that I felt was unreal. You know, Sonia prayed for me. Maybe you've had similar situations in your life, similar people that have impacted you. Or maybe you haven't, and if you haven't, I want to tell you that there is an almighty God out there who loves you and wants to show you his love today. You know, I believe that to walk in the shoes of the children that Jesus encountered is for us to truly understand the love that God has for us. You know, imagine somebody now, imagine a parent, imagine a child, imagine a brother, sister, a family member, somebody you live with that you love. Imagine how much you love them, and then imagine how much more God loves you. You know, for me, I've really started to understand the incredible love of God since having a son. Because the way that I look at him and the love I have for him doesn't even compare to the love that God has for me. You know, Jesus said in Matthew, For the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. And for me, that means becoming like a child of God. Understanding that he loves us no matter what we do. And coming to him with a childlike humility, faith and simplicity. You know, I want to pray for us all this morning, however old you are, whether this is your first time in church, I want to pray that God would just show you his love this morning. So I wonder if the band could come up, and I wonder if you could just close your eyes for me, just to take a moment, because I believe that God wants to speak and wants to show some people his love this morning. And I don't know where you're at, maybe this week's been rough Maybe you're having a bad time. Maybe this year's not been great. Maybe everything's good. But I believe in a God that loves every single person here and every single person on this planet. And I just want to pray right now that through His presence that you would know a peace or a love that you would just feel something right now. So Father God, I just lift up every man, woman, boy, girl sat here right now. I ask that your sense of love and peace would wash over them. God, I pray that we would know this morning what it's like to be a child of God. What it's like to come before a heavenly Father who loves us so much. I just ask by your presence that you would just speak to people here let them know that you're there and you care and you love them. Amen you know there's a song that we sing at this church and we're going to sing it in a minute and it's called Who You Say I Am let me read some of the lyrics to you who the sun sets free I oh is free indeed I am a child of God yes I am In my Father's house, there's a place for me. I am a child of God, yes I am. And we're gonna sing that song in a minute and as we sing it, let's declare that this morning. Let's know that in our hearts, that we are children of God. And as we sing, we've just got a a response, a take home for you. On the tables, two at the front here and two at the back, are bits of green and yellow paper. And what I'd like each and every one of us to do right now is to think, is there a lady? Is there somebody in my life that's impacted me? You know, I said earlier, calf saw something in me. Sharon was consistent in my life. Linda showed me hospitality. Anne gave me opportunities. And Sonia prayed for me. Those aren't hard things to do. I believe that each and every one of us can do those things. So actually, if you think that you can do that for someone or God's put somebody on your heart this morning, you're like, I need to be a consistent in their life. I need to pray for that person. Then I want you to take a green piece of paper and I want you to write the person's name on it and take that home. You can write what you're going to do or what you're going to say, but just write their name and take that with you to say, yeah, I'm going to make an impact on their life. Or maybe... As I've been speaking, you've got people in your life, kids, maybe there's someone on the kids team that you're like, they were so kind to me. They've been brilliant. Young people, maybe there's someone on the youth team. Maybe there's a teacher at your school. Hey, for some of you, it might be someone years and years and years ago that impacted your life and you've never told them. I haven't told any of those five women that I'm sharing that this morning. So I've already got five pieces of yellow paper with their names written on to send them a letter to say the impact that they had on my life so if there's someone that's had an impact on your life and you want to encourage them this morning then take a yellow piece of paper write their name you can take it home write it at home so a yellow piece of paper if there's someone that you want to encourage green piece of paper if there's someone that you want to impact in their life why don't we stand we're going to sing that song as we sing the song please come down to the tables at the front there's two tables at the back grab a piece of paper hey if you want to take one of each take one of each yellow for someone that's done something in your life green for someone that you're going to impact let's sing that song